Hi everyone and welcome to yet another edition of Bavarian Podcast Works. Today we are going to look back at Bayern's 3-0 victory over Stuttgart in our post-game show and there is so much to discuss because this team, after what feels like weeks and weeks and weeks of terrible results, this team was outstanding today. So, speaking of how good they were, let's, let's talk about that lineup first. But let me start with Stuttgart's lineup because it just seems like the polite thing to do. Noble was in goal with a point to prove, which kind of went all right within the first two minutes. But well, Mitterstadt, Dan Axel, Zagadou, Valdemar, Anton, Joshua Vanuman, the standard back four, uh, Stiller, Karazor in front of them, Chris Furyk and Enzo in front of them, Girasi and Undav as the forward. Bayern went with Norrie in goal. Laimaru Pamekano, Kim Davies, no surprises there. A midfield duo of Pavlovich and Guerrero because news filtered this morning that both Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka were out with the flu. Jamal Muziala, Muller, Zane in front of them. Muller as kind of the designated 10 but not really and Harry Kane right up top. Muller was really all over the pitch. Um, the party got started really early because as so happens um, Stuttgart, Stuttgart just had a calamitous situation in the back gave up the ball in a really really bad part of the pitch uh, eventually Muller takes advantage lobs the ball Noble comes forward misses it Zane sets up Kane for a tap in and one nil easy and once that party got started everything was just everything was great and it just seemed like there was an energy and there was there was this drive about this team that's not there. And every time that Bayern got the ball in good positions or every time there were turnovers, there were no, let's pass sideways, let's pass to the back. No, there were direct movements up front. And of course, Thomas Muller had a lot to do with it. Sometimes he seemed like the player the most furthest forward, even ahead of Cade, because he was leading the press again and again. And it felt like Stuttgart didn't have a moment to relax because that press was so intense. There were no easy passes for Nubel to send out they were just pressed from the first minute from the get-go which resulted in the first error from Stuttgart but honestly Bayern should have been probably three in a lot it's a shame that neither Kim nor Muller's goal stood but Bayern would have been worth worth a three nil victory at halftime all of the good things that we have seen from Stuttgart this season control in midfield good possession meaningful possession went out the window today as if conceding that early goal just kind of ruined things for them but you start slow and you get punished and that's how these things go and it was just nothing went right for Stuttgart today maybe well two things went right that is both goals in the first half that counted offside but Stuttgart was very lucky to go in one nil from the break and I expected a response in the second half but it didn't come substitutions came Jamie Leveling came into the pitch um late on in the second half with um Silas with uh young but it didn't really make that much of a difference so let's just let's talk about the past few weeks that we have watched Bayern play and there's just so much to say a dire unwatchable 1-0 victory over Man United a thumping 5-1 thumping by Frankfurt who got defeated handily by Leverkusen 3-0 today but also Omar Marmouche who kind of carries and holds the ball up forward for them was suspended today and just going further back a very drab 0-0 draw against Copenhagen a pretty terrible 1-0 win against Köln 
which was supposed to be controlled football. No, that wasn't controlled football. Today was controlled. Bayern played like a team possessed. And after three goals, started to calm down and just control the game. And that's what you do. And the attack just flowed so beautifully with Muller's quick decision making. With Kane actually doing his job as a forward and not really playing as a 10. With Muziala... With Zane all interconnected, and this almost looked like the Bayern of old, the Bayern before Tuchel. And it was just, it was so, so good to watch. Um, there can be an argument that Bayern played on the counter, but I don't think it really stands because it was, it felt like controlled pressing rather than like just playing purely on the counter. But also Stuttgart, Stuttgart kind of played into Bayern's hands because they played with a lot of possession of the ball and with quick passes but today they were just not on it but also Bayern gave them no time to be on it I can't I can't single out a single Bayern player who probably frustrated me maybe Zane should have done better with his chances in the first half but that's so little to say because otherwise he had a brilliant game Davies was fantastic Kim Min Jae wow nothing could get past him today nor had basically nothing to do Guerrero and Pavlovic had had a quietly good game in the heart of the park and let's talk about Alessandro Pavlovic this kid com- coming from Bayern's youth academy had to fill in big shoes today and he did a really good job and his set piece deliveries my god Ooh, they, they, I mean if Pavlovic is delivering the set pieces for the rest of the season it's going to be it's going to be something to watch because Bayern, Bayern is going to offer a threat on every single one of them but we don't know if Pavlovich will be in the lineup against Wolfsburg and we don't know what the state of Kimmich and Goretzka will be but with all that being said this this was as close to a flawless performance as it comes uh, Nubel came in from Sugar's side with a point to prove and after his first mess up he came out and then didn't really do much with coming out he seemed to adjust and had a good game otherwise produced some really good saves it just felt like the the eerie quiet in the stadium for the first 12 minutes for the Bundesliga protests that are going around um I believe because of the investor deal that has gone through uh, that is about to go through hasn't really gone through or is allegedly supposed to go through um with eight percent of the tv rights it's it's related to that I believe but it was quiet and that may have unsettled Stuttgart more than it did Bayern but who knows it was a high quality game the first half was just absolutely breathless Bayern played at a breathless pace and I don't think there are many times this season that I have been able to say that I've watched a Bayern game and 45 minutes seemed to go by in like three minutes 45 minutes against Man United felt like four days to me. And it is 45 minutes of my life that I would very much like to have back. Thank you. But the the 90 minutes against Copenhagen was so drab. But okay, those two games were settled. Frankfurt was fun from a Frankfurt perspective. But from a Bayern perspective, it was absolutely horrible to watch. And Bayern was lucky to get out of that one 5-1. It could have been a lot worse. And I think whatever the level of performance on the pitch what was so different was the urgency and that's where Thomas Muller comes in Tuchel could have actually gotten by without playing him he could have played Tell or Chupo and I wouldn't have been surprised and in fact I was kind of surprised to see Muller in the lineup considering the trend of how things have gone but he had a really good day and just his his urgency forget everything else forget that sometimes he tries things and they don't come off and all of that just the 
amount of urgency he injects into this team and the amount of direction he injects into this team makes it worth having him there. I don't know if this is the start of Tuchel playing Muller to inject urgency into this team. I don't know if Tuchel will keep him in the team and I doubt he will. But if anything, and if Thomas Muller is set to sign a new deal, then it is worth for Thomas Tuchel to think about today. Think about why after so many draft performances Bayern produced today. Why there was so much urgency moving forward. It's definitely food for thought for him. And I think a, a Bayern coach does, has not, ever since Muller came to the scene, has not survived the job when they haven't played Muller. And when they are on the verge of being sacked, they have called, called him up. They've called him back to the pitch or they've decided to just leave him there and um, their jobs haven't lasted. But Tuchel brought him in today to his credit and I would like to see more of this Bayern. And the more that I watch Bayern, the more that I feel that without the Muller element, this urgency is not there, regardless of how Muller actually plays. And there's an easy argument to say that of the four, of the four attackers today, mm, Muller was probably the least technically efficient but again the beauty of Byron's performance is tied to Muller so I don't know if we're going to see him moving forward and there's one more game to go until the winter break but I have to say that if there's one way to close out this year at home this was the game a bad result against Stuttgart would just have been the worst way to sign off at the Allianz Arena would have just soured the mood and now Bayern can go into Christmas kind of settled. Now, the number six argument. I think Pavlovich made a really good case for himself. And I don't know if Joshua Kimmich and Leon Goretzka will be inserted right back into the team, but it might be worth trying out Pavlovich with Goretzka. Um, it might, if Kimmich is having a bad day, it might be worth trying out Pavlovich with Kimmich. Um, if Goretzka is having a bad day, just to have more options. Uh, there is that argument that, oh, if we use a youth, then we give up our Champions League season. But let's remember something. And I always, always go back to this season, 2009 to 10. Bayern, with experienced players, with classy players, had gotten nowhere in the Champions League between, I think, 2002 and 2010. I don't think Bayern had gotten into the semifinals of the Champions League. I have to look at that. But after they won it in 2001, basically, they hadn't. And 2009, Bayern, and Van Hal particularly, decides to take a chance on a bunch of youngsters. Bachtuber, Alaba, Muller, Contento. And he, he changes up the position of Schweinsteiger, an established player at that time, but very hot and cold on the wing. And you know what? That reliance on youth pays off and Bayern end up in their first Champions League final since 2009. So I think investment in the winter might be helpful because the bench is extremely thin but I don't think Bayern needs an expensive midfielder I think they can get some good options some backup options but Pavlovich deserves a chance just like Stanisic deserves a chance in defense and after a remarkable performance against PSG he he didn't get that chance the chance that he probably deserved and off he went to Leverkusen where he plays the cup games and whatnot and he where he plays the uh, Europa League games, but he doesn't play in the league. And, you know, when youth players come through, it is worth giving them the chance because it is about connection to the club. No other Bayern player 
or very few of the Byron players on this squad are connected to Byron the way that Thomas Muller is. Maybe someone like Kingsley Coman, who Byron took a chance on. He's very deeply connected to the club, it feels. But again, there are not that many I can count. Even even Manuel Neuer, I feel like he is he is connected to Byron deeply. And today, just him carrying the uh, Byron flag in the final celebrations was something to look at. But when it's time to face the music after the defeats, it is Muller who comes out again and again. And that's why I think it's very important for another youth player to come out and um, do well at Bayern because Muller, whatever the argument for playing him right now is or isn't, is 34. And he's he's not he's not going to play. So it, with all that said, Pavlovich deserves a chance because he's just very good. And it'll be interesting to see what Tuchel does against Wolfsburg. But it's it's almost Nagelsmann-like right now with Tuchel, where you have these standout performances and then where you've just followed them up with a lot of nonsense. So let's hope this is a standout performance to build on. Let's hope these are the types of performances we see for the rest of the season because then there is hope to be had. And the somewhat negativity that's, that has been surrounding the club because of poor decisions and poor play on the pitch and... All of that talk about taking the team apart and making a million transfers, etc., etc., might just go away because if today proves something, it was that what Bayern has right now, while the bench is thin, is plenty. Just make the right decisions, play the right players, and the results will show. Tuchel is no genius for filling the lineup he did today. Credit to him for playing Pavlovich and Guerrero in the middle of the park, but again, not many options. But it doesn't. It doesn't take a genius to see that Bayern's best front four was probably the four out there today. Uh, there is an argument to be made for Kingsley Coman as well, um, coming in and out as needed. But yeah, it's right there to see. And it's just that that obvious. So hopefully things are not overcomplicated again. And this is the way that Bayern moves forward with their season. But today was just a brilliant game, a brilliant performance from the team. And of course, well done to the team after a few weeks of what has just been unwatchable, a list of unwatchable games. With that being said, this has been Samrin on the post game show. Uh, make sure to check out our post-game coverage here on Bavarian Football Works and follow us on Twitter at BavarianFBWorks, at the Barrel Blog, at TommyAdams71, at BFWN, at uh, Siler, that's C-Y-L-3-R, and more. And of course, uh, you can find the rest of rest of our members right here on the blog. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this win as much as I did. And enjoy the rest of your weekend. And have a wonderful night.